welcome to Paranormal Almanac, Quarantine Edition, with your host Kurt Sandvik, and as always, Stitch. Call in now with your paranormal stories. If they're true, I want to hear them. That's right, it's another live quarantine edition of Paranormal Almanac. I'm your host, Kurt Sandvig. With, with me, as always, is Stitch. We're here. Let's get right into this. We have an all-new, as you can see, everybody that can that's watching it live, we have an all-new simulcasting system, if you will. I don't know how else to describe it. For Paranormal Almanac. That's right. Everybody's been saying, hey, I want to see these, but I don't have Facebook Live, or I don't like having Facebook, or I don't want Facebook. So we're on Twitch.tv under Paranormal Almanac. Moving forward, I will be simulcasting on Facebook Live and on Twitch.tv. First time we're ever using this is right now. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of bugs, but there's a lot of neat stuff with this. There's a lot of stuff that I can do with this program. I can do picture-in-picture, picture and I can show videos to you guys. I can have stuff displayed up on the screen. It's, there's a lot of interactive, fun features that make this show just a little bit better, and I have to thank the patrons for it. That's right. The money I got from the patrons this month went right into buying this simulcast system with all the bells and whistles for an entire year. Really looking forward to playing with this, seeing what we can do, making the show that much better. That's always my goal. But anyhow, let's get right on into this. Everybody, get a drink, have some fun. It's way better. When this pandemic is done, we need to get a drink. Please, let's get a drink. If you guys are buying, I'm a drinking. Alrighty, so... We're here. We're live. The phone number is on the screen this time. All kind of fancy and cool and all that fun stuff. I got little kinds of bells and whistles and all kinds of fun stuff. I can do that. Call in now. Any paranormal story, do it. I like this one better, though. Call in now. I've got uh, banners that I can put up all over the place, like that one or that one, which is actually kind of cool. I quite like that one. I don't have anybody here from Twitch yet, because frankly, I've never had a Twitch until just now. Hey, howdy, hi, Sarah. Craig, sipping bourbon, I love it. Rum and lemonade, Seth, good choice. I was gonna have some um, rum and uh, lemon, or you have rum and limeade. I'm gonna have some rum and lemonade in just a little bit. So if anybody has Twitch, do me one favor, check out Twitch, see if I'm actually live on there. I think it's just Paranormal Almanac. I have no idea. I literally created it minutes ago. But uh, supposedly this thing will, because I'm simulcasting on Facebook and on Twitch, this thing will condense it all. Spiced rum and root beer. Hans, that sounds fucking delicious. I, I kind of want that instead. Oh, Robin's going to take a look on Twitch. Thank you so much, Robin. Let me know. What it looks like on Twitch, uh, because frankly, I've never Twitched before. I'm Twitching now for the first time ever on Josh's inaugural requested 
quarantine live episode, I am a twitchin'. That's right. Dig the mug. Thank you, Sarah. That's right. The Bigfoot mug. I should get a, a cut of these things, man. I've had like four or five people already say they bought one last week. Um, the Bigfoot mug is available on Amazon. This shirt is not available on Amazon. It is exclusive to me and me alone until you guys go to yescustom.com. Make one yourself. I do not get paid for either of these advertisements. I really got to stop, stop, you know, doing free advertisements. Okay, so I wanted to actually talk to you guys about, well, the phone lines are open. So if you guys want to call, the phone lines are open. So feel free to call. Dorian's here. Hey, howdy, hi, Dorian. How's, how's everybody? How's your family there? Jameson and Coke floats are delicious on a hot day. Hey, howdy, hi, Sarah. So glad to see you on here. Does Bigfoot drink out of a person mug? Yes, yes, he does. And it looks like me. It's got the hat and everything. It's amazing. I have a couple of stories. The first story, it started really amazing. It says Bigfoot sighting in Genola, question mark. But it quickly goes downhill, like real quickly goes downhill. So there is a blurry photo of Bigfoot as all blurry as all you know photos of bigfoot are so anyhow there's a bigfoot sighting in janola they say residents who live in the city limits of janola right off highway 25 were sitting out in their yard sunday on june 14th enjoying the weather when they noticed quite a few cars slowing down and staring at the skunk river across the highway they went not to see what the drawing what was drawing all the attention and they saw what looked like sasquatch well See how it's exciting? Like, that story starts fantastic. It, it quickly goes to, well, it turns out it was just a statue of Sasquatch, Sasquatch that somebody put on their yard for fun. Really? Then you say, hey, Bigfoot statue seen in Genola. Not Bigfoot sightings, because that was not a Bigfoot sighting. And that's why that one didn't make the regular episodes of Paranormal Almanac's Paranormal News. But the next story just might. It says, Time Traveler mystifies social media users with eerie, accurate predictions. And the kids say, this is freaking me out. Again, awesome start to a story. It's going to go down the tubes quickly. Sorry. It says a Twitter user named Drew Curtis has made a bold prediction but back in 2015, and now it looks like he might have been right all along. Curtis, who's the founder of some news aggregation site, don't care, uh, said that he was a time traveler from 2020. Back in 2015, he posted, hey, I'm a time traveler from 2020. Admission, I'm a time traveler from 2020. Enjoy 2016. It's as good as it gets for a while. That's the whole prediction. Enjoy 2016, it's as good as it gets for a while. And 132,000 people freaked out. Another 675,000 people retweeted. And it turns out, uh, no. All he did was he goes, look, I'm not really a time traveler. I was just guessing. He went on to try to answer some questions about un things unrelated to the coronavirus. And the time traveler says Trump doesn't win the re-election. One Direction might get back together. Look, I even know One Direction's getting back together. I don't know fuck all about One Direction. But people are saying, no, he's all these people on TikTok are freaking out, saying, nope, he's real. He's the real deal. He even goes on to say, look, I'm not the real deal. I just run a news aggregate site. I can see that shit's coming down the pipeline. I just knew that it wasn't going to get any better after 2016. So 2016 is best he's going to get. 
for a while. That is not a prediction, everybody. Hey, TikTok users. Oh, I had, um, crap, I took the piece of paper away. I had a caller call in last episode, maybe two episodes ago of the live episodes, and talk about TikTok and how it's really crazy cool and fun and stuff. And so I downloaded Randonautica. I will tell you all, so far I've not seen a ghost or found a body, but I'm keeping my mind open about Randonautica. But Twitch is loud and clear. Thank you so much. I love that. Oh, it looks even different on there, too. Thank you, Robin. I appreciate that. I'm simulcasting. Um, so if you have Twitch, you can, you know, go over to Twitch, too. Apparently, it's working there as well. But, uh, so, TikTok has this thing. It's, it's, it's a filter. It's an effect. Not a filter. It's an effect where you wave your hand and it gives trails on everything that's living. Now, this guy actually used it and said that, yeah, Randonauts, yeah. Look, hey, I'm still, I'm, I still have an open mind about Randonauts and Randonautica. Nothing spooky has happened to me yet, but if it does, I will TikTok all about it because now I have a TikTok. But, so TikTok has this effect that you can, when you wave your hand, it gives you kind of trails if you guys have ever done, like, drugs, apparently. I've never, but apparently, if you do drugs and you do that, you'll see trails. So, this they have an effect like that, but it's only for living things. So this guy did it, and he TikToked it. I can't find any way where you can edit or, you know, throw up special effects onto TikTok. So it seems legit so far, although I didn't actually go to his TikTok. I'm just going by this video that people have posted. So this guy has his uh, this chair that his grandmother died in in the corner of his room. And again, it only does the trails when you're moving your hands or if it's a living person. And this guy does that and then points at the chair and the chair is doing it by itself. And the guy's like, well, that's really weird. So I asked my cousin about the chair and it turns out this is the chair that my grandmother died in. So kind of spooky, kind of freaky. And all these TikTok followers, whatever the fuck they're called, noticed that the chair is pointed against the wall. So they told him to turn the chair. Maybe grandma doesn't like facing the wall. And he did. And when he did, the chair stopped doing that weird psycho crappy effect. But he starts panning around the room and a outline of a person in that wavy effect shows up on his couch now. Now, again, I don't know enough about it, but if this is real, it is an incredibly cool video because he sees his grandma and then this other thing comes out towards him and it's all spooky, scary, blah, blah, blah. It's really interesting. Really, really interesting. Like I said, I'm going to start using TikTok more and more to see if I can duplicate that kind of a thing or if I can fake that kind of a thing. And I'll debunk it if I can. If not, well, there you go. Okay, let's see. Let me, uh, let me go to the comments real quick. Kevin, I got a story and stories, but they're not about Bigfoot. That's fine. Anything paranormal tonight? Anything paranormal? Call in 818-732-9399. I think the phones are working, so please do. Josh said, when I lived in Brandywine, Maryland, they had a cardboard cutout in the main area of the small town. People talked about seeing Bigfoot there. I saw the video. It's a bear walking on its back legs, but it's still spooky to get up at 3 a.m. to go to work in the middle of the woods. Yeah, no, that is. I agree. I binged all the new Unsolved Mystery episodes. Good stuff. Miss Robert Stack, of course, but the new episodes are really great. They are. They really are. I just started watching them. I, I, it's been Hamilton Day all day today, so I thank you guys for stop watching Hamilton so you could watch me. I'm not going to sing any uh, show tunes for you guys, but Hamilton's fucking amazing. Absolutely amazing. 
Uh, hi, Susan. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're high-tech now. It's all kinds of fancy here, so I'm glad that. David and I tried it. It's bullshit. David likes it, but it's crap. Yeah, you know, TikTok is kinds of different. Yeah, you know, that video... Oh, that's right. Lauren did see that video as well because someone posted it on that Facebook fan group page for Paranormal Almanac. It's super creepy. Real or not, I agree. It's really creepy. I don't know how he did it, but I'm going to figure it out. Or it's real, and I'm going to duplicate it. One or the other. I don't care which. Uh, yes, Hamilton. Hamilton is flipping amazing. I already watched it this morning. I'm sure I'll be watching it again. I do have a request from Josh to sing uh Bohem. You know what, Josh? This is your episode. You want to call in and sing a show tune? This is all you, Josh. All you. Josh said, I made a fake ghost photo. I'll post it to the group later. It fooled many, many people. Yes, please. I would like to see it. Let's get on to the next story in Paranormal Almanac. So the next story in Paranormal Almanac, I'm going to do this a little bit so you guys can see me a little bit. It says, Moment two ghosts work out at outdoor gym as baffled police officers watch on. That's right. Three police officers were left stunned as two pieces of gym equipment appear to operate unaided at an outdoor park in India, with many claiming it was a supernatural. So in the video, there's three officers. They're kind of like standing around. There's two gym pieces of gym equipment outside. And yeah, the gym equipment starts to operate on their own. Uh, they said it was filmed in um, Kancharam Park in the city of Jhansi in the northern Indian state of Uttar Pradesh. I'm sure I got all that wrong. I apologize. In the middle of the night, police spokesperson said they shared the spooky video. It's been viewed like 200,000 times. He said, uh, what's going on in this video? Is it uh, a, a a ghost working out, freaking out, what is happening? So I had plans to actually share the video with you guys on the other screen, but now I can't do that. So, sorry guys. But I will say the video is bizarre. It's kind of interesting. It does look like workout equipment is working out on its own. I mean, I don't know how to, I don't know how to say it any better than that. I mean, there's three cops. Again, I don't know if it's real. It almost looks like Reno 911 cops. Uh, but there's three cops, they're standing around, and the gym equipment's working out, like one of these kind of things, is working out on its own. So, look, if I'm a ghost, I can guarantee you the last thing I'm going to do as a ghost is go and work out. I don't even like working out now, and I'm alive. So, I guess there's a big bunch of muscly ghosts in India right now? Um, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you guys. It's weird. I'll fucking give you that. It's all kinds of strange. Can't imagine having potential infinite things to do as a ghost, and the thing I choose to do is work out. Yeah, see, this is the kind of shit that, like, you know, people are like, oh, once you start working out, you're going to get so fucking jacked and into it, and you're going to get endorphins and stuff. Well, yeah, but then when I die, I'm going to still want to work out? No, I, I don't want to do that. That sounds horrible. Hey, I like that. Caller, you are on the air. I hope it's Kevin. Oh, yeah, finally got through this time. That's crazy. There we go. I have no idea what caused that, but I'm glad that it's working now. Hey, Kevin, how are you? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Actually, uh, I was, I'm taking a break. I'm on a camping trip right now, and everybody's uh, eating. So I had a small headache, so I'm kind of just sitting in the car, and I was scrolling through Facebook, and I said you were hot. Dude, you're, so you're actually listening to this or watching this from camping? I love that. Yeah, yeah. I was surprised they even had service, so that was uh, that's a shocker. <laughs> so you said you had a paranormal story for me. You could save this uh, episode from a for with a good paranormal story. Uh well, it's uh it's more of 
like a like a combination, I would say. Uh, I live in St. Louis, Missouri, and I live in this uh, this like these kind of apartments that kind of look like old school barns. It's kind of weird. Uh, but right next to my apartment building, there's a strip of wood, and on the other side of it is a huge cemetery. So I think this might be the cause of it. Um, but when I first moved in, I've been living there for about a year now. I actually am probably going to leave towards September. Um, but when I first moved in, I, I don't have central air. I have two air conditioning units. The one in my bedroom didn't work. And so I had one of those stand-up kind of fans, you know? Uh-huh. Um, and so I would get, uh, it was mid, it was, let's see, it was about mid-August. It was extremely hot. I didn't have any air circulation, any cool air circulation in that room. Uh, at all, except for the fan, which is not cool at all. And I would pass out, and I would be, wake up and be extremely freezing, like like freezing to the extent that I could see my breath freezing. Whoa, holy crap. And I assume, uh, wait, so there's no reason why I should get that cold that quickly in your room. Not not in my room, no, not at all. Not, not even remotely close, so... Uh, yeah, it took it took about two. Uh, it took about a week or so for the maintenance guy to come in there and fix it. So it definitely wasn't coming from the air conditioning. But but wait, did he uh, did he actually fix it though? Yeah, he's fixed it now. He's fixed it now, and the air conditioning fine. Uh, but there's there's while that was happening, I had several things that would happen to me, uh, and I don't know. Maybe it, it, I don't know. It's I'll chalk it up to maybe a paranormal thing. Uh, but sometimes I would get right to where I was dozing off. And I would get, it felt like somebody was standing right next to me, and they'd be like, get up. And I was like, what the heck? Like, it felt so real. And I told, I, my uh, my family's all religious except for me. I'm not I'm not really as religious as most of my family members. And I would talk to my uncle about it. He said he gets that on occasion, too. So I don't know, maybe that's just a, maybe a your conscious or something, maybe but did a you, dream. I don't know. Did you hear a voice, or did you just kind of get that urge to wake up? Like, you thought that somebody... Oh, no, it was, it was like, it was literally like if somebody was to stand right next to you and just say, get up. Like, it Weird. was that, I heard it. It was extremely, like, wow. And I, I wasn't frightened by it. I was just, like, more agitated because I was trying to sleep. Um... But, yeah, it was really weird, and I don't know, I don't really play, I don't look into uh, the, the search of how or what ghosts can accumulate as far as energy or whatnot. Uh, but I would get, I would wake up, I'd have random scratches on me, and I would chalk it up to maybe i scratch myself, but there would be places, like, in my mid-back where I couldn't even reach. Oh, okay. Uh, that I would have huge scratches on my back, and then when I would... When I would hang out or something with friends or family, and I asked if they would see it, they'd be like, well, what is that from? And I was like, I, I don't know. Like, I can't explain it. Uh, so I would have a lot of an activity in the bedroom. And uh, I Lucky have, you. I, have an uh, I don't know if it was luck. That's, that's <laughs> what you know. I have plenty of this that ties into it. Uh, I, have, I had an aunt who had passed away. And uh, when we went to the wake, we have, you know, how sometimes the family members will set up little pictures or cards of the person who had passed and like a remembrance kind of card. Um, yeah. Well, I would, I, I stuck it on top of my, my, my dresser, kind of like overlooking my bed. And ever since I've had it on there, I don't know if it's a coincidence, but I have no more problems when I'm in that bedroom at all. Really? No. All right. No that's cold. really interesting to me. 
Like, yeah, I don't. I don't know. Maybe if that was a maybe it's my aunt looking over me or uh, what it is. But it was it, it was extremely weird because all activity had stopped when I was in the bedroom since I've had that picture up. So since you had the photo up, everything stopped completely. Right in the bedroom. In the bedroom. Did you ever? Wow, geez, I don't even know how to ask this question. All right, so, like, having the paranormal activity in the bedroom, that's pretty common. A lot of people have it. The scratches can be pretty common. Um, but the scratches where you can't reach, that interests, me. that interests me a lot because a lot of the times those can be debunked by people just scratching themselves in the night or right. there's something on, their, on the sheet, caught in the sheet that's scratching them. I can get behind that. But everything stopping when the photo goes up in the room... I can't explain. That one's really interesting. It's almost like they're watching over you. Right, and I, I mean, I, get, I, tried to, I tried to debunk that myself. I was like, okay, maybe I did scratch my leg or something, or maybe I had, like, the remote in the bed, and maybe I pulled over on it and it scratched me. But I don't, I, I sleep with, uh, they're not silk, but they're, like, the imitation things, so there's nothing rough in the sheets that can scratch me, and I always chuck my remote on the floor when I go to bed. So uh, I, I didn't know what it was. Um, but uh, it's kind of like it's like a junction. So, but, but the bedroom activity had stopped, and so I live in a type of apartment that uh, I have closet doors that kind of slide on those old school kind of metal uh, railings. They don't really kind of open and shut; they just slide back and forth. If you've ever seen one of those, before. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, oh. I had I had I have three of them. I have one that's in my bedroom that works perfectly fine. One when I come into the apartment, which is fine, and then the middle closet one, which sucks. And I've had to have the maintenance guy come and fix it, uh, but he didn't really fix it good enough. But uh, I do find that that door will a little slide, and it moves. You if you push it in, it'll move like with the force if you if you push it in yourself. But it won't move any other time. Not even like a gust of wind if you walk past or nothing. And I'll be uh, I'll be in the living room watching TV on the couch, and I will hear that door moving. Really? And it's and it's it's so weird because everybody like I tried to uh, I tried to uh, I tried to t- I tried to tell my family members and whatnot, and they're like, "Yeah, right." I'm like, "No, I'm serious. Like, push the door. I'll show you. You have to push that closet door in to make it move. Like, there's nothing." I, I weigh 225 pounds, and I walk past her. There's no gust of wind that's going to move that door. Uh, so uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm so, uh, maybe I'm just got a little off center because I did have activity that was in the bedroom previous, uh, and so maybe I'm, I'm heightened on that. But, but yeah, I'll literally be sitting there and I'll be watching my favorite shows on Netflix, and the closet door will just move. Uh, I've had it to wear uh, a couple times the same concept I'll be in the living room by myself and uh, the light on my oven or on my stove will click on and I'll have to get up and turn it off and it's it's a fairly brand new oven so I, I mean I don't know much about stoves or anything like that but it'll click on constantly I'm like okay I'm trying to watch the show leave me alone and I won't get anything for a little while so I find it really odd on those that's really interesting that that all right, it seems to come and go, but it seems to come and go with perfect, with uh, with purpose. I'm, I'm, yeah, I don't. I, it, it baffles the heck out of me. It really does. Wow, I really, I don't, I don't get the, I don't get what would cause that at all, other than 
I mean, obviously, there's there is obviously something going on paranormal. The the cold breath, that's like you know, you can do a check mark of paranormal stuff. Cold breath, scratches, things right. things moving. But and then the, then the picture completely completely stopping. Yeah, uh, and I well then then uh, there's a there's a, a final part to this. So uh, like I said, I'm leaving in September, and I I didn't I doesn't happen sporadically. Otherwise, I would desperately try to put one of those hallway cameras up and try to try to catch something like why well, I, I don't have that much time before I leave out of there. So oh sure, uh, but I, I did I did something that I've been told not to. Especially by yourself, and because quarantine was around, I. I you played with the Ouija through. board, didn't you? I did. Damn it! <laughs> I, I did. It was uh, it was a Ouija board app on my phone, so I was kind of skeptical. I was kind of playing around with it, and uh, I don't I don't know. I, I chalked it up to there's a lot of information that I could probably get through the app because your name and stuff on the phone. Uh, but I did ask I did ask it a couple of questions that they did me kind of concerned and thought maybe that was the thing that was bothering me in the bed. So what happened what happened in the with the Ouija board? So I was screwing around with it, uh, you know, when you when you sort of started it gives you instructions, make sure you say simple questions, yes or no. Try to be polite and if any time it says, uh, if you're feeling easy, just, you know, say goodbye politely and end the conversation. Well, I was talking around, uh, I, I ran into two different spirits apparently that, that came through this thing. One was, uh, one was a spirit who was 54 years old, and it was a woman named Abigail. Now, Abigail, apparently, I was asking questions, hey, are you good or bad? She said she was a good spirit. Uh, she knew my name, but I chalked it up as information that was just probably on my phone. I thought at that time, maybe it was just something, you know, to the app. Um... And uh, I said, okay, I, you know, I was asking questions. Do you know me? And she said, yes. I'm like, okay, are you part of a family member? She said, yes. And so I continued talking to you a little bit, and then uh, I, I had ended it. Or whatever. I think I got up to the heat. But after when I got up to the heat, I had called my grandmother. And I called my grandmother, and I said, I asked her, I said, hey, uh, do you know any family member named Abigail? And she's like, yeah. She goes, uh, we had a... Uh, it was all. It was my my sister's husband who had passed uh, about fifteen years prior, or whatever. Uh, sister's husband's wife. I'm sorry about that. Uh, but yeah, yeah. She's. I go. Well, how old was she? She was. Well, she was about. I think she was in her fifties when she passed. I'm like, well, I know I did a thing, and uh, <laughs> I kind of, I kind of screw around with the Ouija board. She goes, oh my gosh, and she is, and we threw up the, you know, the, the whole. Southern, Father, Son, the Holy Spirit cross thing on her chest. She gave me a weird book, but she was asking about it. I go, yes, I, I asked her about it, and she said she was part of the family. She goes, well, that's really odd. And she, I have talked to my grandmother since then, but uh, 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 she did confirm that we did have somebody in the family named Abigail, and who was in her 50s, so. Wow, all right, but so you got, you got something legit that you wouldn't have known otherwise on a Ouija board. That's creepy as all hell right. and i mean at the full time I, I i didn't know i thought it was just information because maybe it was a screw with me i don't really i i believe that there's paranormal and stuff like that but for me to happen to, to me personally i, I kind of am skeptical about that um but i did have one last one that i i apparently contacted and i got the i got the bad in the stick on it so to say with this one the bad in the oh so, god 
And I, I think this is probably, it kind of explains maybe where this came from with the scratches. Uh, I had kind of, I was doing, I was screwing around with it, asking basic questions, and apparently this one was named Mabel. And Mabel apparently was not a spirit. Mabel was a demon. What makes you say that? Uh, because I, I had asked, I said, are you a spirit or a badger? It said bad. I go, okay. That's not a good uh, sign. And I just had, I had a really bad inkling about it. I was like, okay, we're well, scratches. I go, are you a demon? It said, maybe. And I'm like, I'm, at the same time, I'm kind of chalking up as being skeptical about this stupid ass thing, you know? Um, and so I asked if there's specifically in the front of my couch, uh, I had my couch set up my coffee table, and in front of that is my television. And I asked, I said, are you in front of me? And it said, yes. I'm like, okay. I said, are you, and I asked, this is what, this is what scared the hell, living hell out of me so to say, and I stopped messing with the Ouija board. I asked it, are you in front or behind the television, knowing that there's no space behind the television? Sure. And if it said something, something stupid, I'd be like, okay, yeah. It said, it said, in front, because it doesn't get full sentence, it said, in front, can't behind. I'm like, okay. I said, why? It said, wrong. I said, no, absolutely not. I said, goodbye on the Ouija board, and I ended that incident. <laughs> I said, there's no way that the information on my phone, if it was information through the app, knew that that where my placement was in that building. No way. What made you decide to use a Ouija board and then keep talking when you knew it was a demon? Okay, so the reason why I did it was because I don't, I didn't want to download the stupid TikTok stuff, and I, I, I thought I was. I was just pretty much bored. I guess you could chalk it up to through the quarantine thing. Like I wasn't going out, and I'm like, well, why the hell not? You know, I, just to see. I was just, I guess, amused on it. I wanted to see what happened in this. Uh, the only reason that I thought that maybe it might have been a demon is because I can't remember if I read it somewhere that if if you get certain scratches or something that was physically uh, harmful to you, that it wasn't more likely it was not an actual spirit. I, I, I don't know if that's false or true or true, whatever it is, but I heard that it was more likely that it was a more malevolent spirit or a demon that did that, not an actual ghost. Because I've always thought that a ghost would be more based off of, you know, actual energy itself, not to where it could physically harm you. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, but that's the, that's the thing about, that's sadly the thing about Ouija boards is that supposedly look i'm not an expert nobody's an expert anybody that says they're an expert's bullshit lying but um everything is supposedly lying to you on a ouija board but the fact that you got legit right. information about what abigail i think it was like or mabel yeah, abigail. abigail yeah like that's really interesting to me that you got legit information but it's it's always a bad idea because it's never anything good. That's what I've heard from literally everybody that's tried Ouija boards over and over and over again, where they think they have something good and then it eventually turns bad or something eventually goes batshit crazy wrong with it. I don't, I mean, obviously, you know, you said it. I don't recommend Ouija boards by any stretch of the imagination, <laughs> but uh, like, like, all right. So are, after that interaction, are you willing? Are are you thinking about trying the Ouija board again? Oh no! I I, I mean, I, I the only reason I think I did it for the second time is because that my grandmother actually confirmed that we did have 
uh, a person in the family name that was true on that part. So I'm like, okay, maybe since that's true, maybe I will find or run into another relative that maybe knew me that I maybe that had passed since I've been alive. Yeah. That I knew. So that was the only reason why I dabbled into it again. Uh, since then, though, no, I've, I've deleted it off the phone because it just takes, to me, I was a little bit freaked out. Yeah. But it also was taking up space on my phone. So I'm like, no, I'm not doing it well, that's always a, that's also a good reason. But I think it's really interesting, though, that you had an experience solo on a Ouija board with, like, again, with information that you couldn't have possibly known that turned out to be true. So does this make you, does it make you more of a believer, less of a believer? Like, what did you think after oh, that happened? I'm, I'm, I've always, like I said, I've always been more a uh, believer as far as uh, the ghost aspect. Uh, I just never thought that, like, I personally would ever be able to encounter something cool like that. Um, because, I, I mean, I, I, like I said, I, I listen to your, your show, uh, you know, like religiously, and I hear about it, experience, and I'm like, man, that would be so cool. And then when I then scroll around with it, I'm like, I don't think this would ever happen to me. And then when my grandmother confirmed it, I was like, wow, like, maybe, <laughs> maybe it doesn't, you know, it's, I, don't, I don't know, it's hard to describe it, but yeah, after I, after I talked with the, the supposed Mabel, uh, I, I stopped. I, I wasn't going to, to, to screw around with it. Yeah, careful what you wish for, huh? <laughs> but, but, yeah, it was uh, it was definitely an experience. Uh, I had, I don't, like I said, I don't mess with the, the Ouija board thing anymore, but I do from time to time still get the, the, the pushing on the closet door there because our maintenance guy still sucks and he refuses to come and fix it. <laughs> but what if he does fix it and it doesn't make it any better? Like that's still a scary thing. Like now you've then you've debunked something. Like like you've debunked that one thing that could could possibly be. Like that's not good. You don't want to debunk anything more. Then you've got something in the closet. Is that what you want confirmed? Well, I mean, to be honest, it wouldn't really bother me seeing that I only got like a month or so left to live in anyway. So. <laughs> As long as it doesn't follow me, then I'm 100 percent okay with it. That's the next person's problem, not to not to sound like an ass. But hey, I haven't had any bad relations with the, the girls in the closet there, so I don't. I think it'll be a good cause for them or good treatment. But look, I hate to stir uh, the yeah. pot. I hate to stir the pot. But did this closet stuff happen after or before Mabel? Before Mabel. Okay. All right. So it doesn't. It wasn't connected to Mabel. Because I was gonna say it would really suck if there was no way to get rid of Mabel after that Ouija board session, you know? Oh, no. I, I uh, like I said, yeah, I, I, I get that. I still get the closet thing from time to time, and then uh, the, the, the stupid uh, stove light will do this little trickery. And uh, I, 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 I'll be a smart ass when I come on. Like, hey, guys, I'm all just in case if there's more than one person or whatever sitting around in there. Or, yeah, you don't know. Sure. I, I'll, I'll joke with that. Like, you guys better not be messing with my bear or nothing. Uh, that's, a, that's a little friendly ghost human banter, I guess, so to say. But yeah, I don't, I haven't gotten anything other than the occasional closet door moving from time to time. And uh, I definitely have stayed off the, the phone Ouija board because, well, I don't need that kind of stuff in my life. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I think that's the smartest move uh, for you. All right. If you're a listener, you know the next question I'm going to ask you. So I'm just going to ask it to you. Do you have. That was awesome, by the way. That was freaking awesome. But do you have any other paranormal experiences? Any UFOs? Any cryptids? Any anything for me? No, uh, I, I really wish I did. Uh, I'm still, 
I'm still praying for the day before I pass that I get to see it, an up close or a version of uh, some UFOs or something, some little tiny aliens. That would that'd be great. Oh, I God, would, yeah. I would die happy man. Oh, yeah, man. That's the thing that makes me mad is all these people that don't want to see it gets to see it. And then all of us that would, like, love to see aliens or UFOs or, or Bigfoot or whatever, nope, nothing. Not cool, man. Yeah. It's like, man, I, stay, I keep my phone on me at all times. Like, come on, man. Like, let me catch something. Give me a break. That's exactly it. <laughs> and and thank you for saying that because I was going to say, and make sure if you do see one, you take video because, again, all these people, like, oh, yeah, I called in, and oh, I saw a UFO. Did you take video? Nah, I forgot. Fuck, come on, man. Take the video. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a trip, that's for sure. Well, hey, Kevin, thank you so much for calling. Not only just calling, but calling while you're camping. Hopefully you're not camping somewhere where the Bigfoot will get too close to you. That's all I can say. If he does, maybe I'll be able to get a clip, uh, picture of him on the phone. It better be clear. If it's blurry, <laughs> I'm going to be pissed at you. I mean, we got four states out there, so if he smells it, he'll be around. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Hey, thanks so much for calling, man. I really do appreciate it. Please call anytime. These were great stories. Thank you so much. I'm not a problem. Appreciate you letting me call in. Yes, thank you, sir. Thank you for listening. How awesome is that? All right, so now we know the phones are working. So this, this simulcast test... Um, now I know where I have to place the phone, which is completely stupid place. I have to place the phone over the space bar for you guys to hear it. Anything to the left of the space bar, you can't hear it. Anything to the right of the space bar, you can't hear it. Anything higher than here, you guys can't hear it. Don't know why. Don't, don't like that. I don't like having to, uh, cover up the space bar so I can't chat with you guys during calls, but there we go. Now I know. This this simulcast stuff is, it's new, it's interesting, it is what it is. But I had another person try and call me during that call. So, phone lines are open. 818-732-9399. Sadly, I drank my drink already. I got like one sip left. I'm out of alcohol in the first 40 minutes. You can tell it's a four, what's for me, it's a four-day weekend. I got today off and I got Monday off. You can tell it's a holiday weekend for me because I drank my drink in, within the first 40 minutes. That's way too quick because that's driving me crazy. Caller, you are on the air. Oh, hey. <laughs> cool. This is my first time calling. So, um, hey, who's this? Uh, Mike. Um, Mike. Hey, how you doing, Mike? Pretty good. You see me on your uh, comments as Maynardo. Oh, hey, how you doing? I did see you on the comments there. That's awesome. Cool, cool. So I got, I actually wrote down some of the different things that have happened to me to see which one would work. And being that the show started off kind of glitchy, I do have a glitchy story. Oh, I like that. All right, so um, I'm out here in California, and one day getting off of work, uh, my drive home took me along the coast. So, you know, California traffic, you know, you're, you're just doing 55, 60 on the freeway, and there was a nice sunset, so I was trying to look over, but, you know, you don't want to be distracted. And so I took a split second, looked over, sunset's all beautiful and everything. And when I looked back at the traffic, everything had stopped. Wait, wait, oh, wait, 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 hold on. So it didn't stop like as in it's typical LA traffic, everybody no, no. stopped. It, it wasn't traffic, it wasn't the traffic stopped and I slammed into a car. It was, nothing was moving. But and you were still moving or did you, your yeah, car stop as well? And, and aware of it. I was totally aware of what was going on. Ooh. So I quickly looked down at my speedometer thinking, well, maybe, you know, sometimes you kind of like uh, autopilot as you're driving. 
Sure, yeah. And the phenomenon is saying like 60 or something. And I real slowly, and at this moment I'm like studying to kind of weird it out. I grip the steering wheel. I'm thinking, okay, whatever's going to happen next, I don't, you know, who knows what's going to happen. I better be ready a wreck or who knows. I look over and the car next to me, the, the person in the car is just staring straight out like normal traffic. No, we're not moving. Nothing's moving. But, you know, I've got my foot on the gas pedal and everything's frozen for us. Literally, like time froze, but yet I'm just aware of it. And no, I don't drink. And so I'm like, okay, uh, something weird's going to happen right now. So I better, you know, be prepared. And next thing I know, traffic's flowing again. I'm moving along. No, I'm, I'm expecting cars to start swerving or something weird, but no. It's it basically time froze, and I was conscious and aware of it for, I don't know, two, three seconds. Okay, I was going to ask, how long did it last for? So it only lasted for a few seconds. Yeah, in, in my perspective, as, you know, looking over, you know, looking back from the sunset, looking down at the speedometer, looking at the car next to me and looking back, it was like two, three seconds. But I was fully conscious, aware of the fact that there was no motion. Like, nothing was moving. Now, the trees weren't waving, you know, because, you know, when you're driving on the freeway, you can see the trees in the wind. Just froze, like, on the TV. Now, when you were looking, when you were, uh, Wait, while you were looking, your car is getting closer and closer to other cars, though, right? It's not. My car wasn't moving. I could see the speedometers, you know, reading like 60 miles an hour. And, you know, because I looked over at the sunset, and, you know, and you're, you know and, in a gap between all the traffic and trees and buildings. And, I, you know, as I'm looking, the gap didn't change. And that's when I looked back to look at the traffic, you know, because I'm just trying to take a peek at the sunset and look back. That my car's not moving, no, nothing's moving, but, like, maybe my head or my eyes. Weird, but you were still, you were still conscious of it. You are still able, thank you, Stitch. You were still able to realize it. So almost like your body was part of the glitch, your car was part of the glitch, all the other cars were part of the glitch, but your, your, your head was not part of the glitch? Exactly. Like, almost just like my head and my eyes. And I remember being like, oh, okay, I better... Like, what's going on? I, I need to take in my surroundings and figure out what's happening. And this is the only time it's ever happened to you, huh? Yeah, that was it. That was the only time. You know, I mean, I've had deja vu and all that, you know, that kind of stuff. But that's how, like, everything froze. Time froze, space froze. Except for, like, you know, that my consciousness and, you know, just enough to, for me to move around to be aware of my surroundings. Wow. I, I, look, hey, you're right. I love a good glitch story, and this is definitely a good glitch story. It's a different glitch story. It's not like your entire you was independent of the glitch. It was just your head or your mind or your what eyes that were independent of the glitch. I've never heard of that one before. This is really interesting to me. Yeah, it, honestly, like, because I couldn't, at that moment, I couldn't comprehend what was happening. You know, how could you never experience something like that before? Yeah, well, like, yeah. You know, my reaction was, okay, get your mind ready for, because I don't know what's going to happen next. You know, maybe maybe traffic will come back on, and it's almost like everything got shut off and turned back on. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to crash or, or if all these cars are going to come back on at a dead stop or moving faster. Or maybe I'm out of sync with the worst of the world. But it's just like I skipped, like almost like a record skipped, and I came back and everything was back to normal speed and everything. If you don't mind me asking, what freeway was this on? Uh, it was in the San Diego Freeway on the 5. So was that the 405? Uh, or the 5 Freeway? Know, the 5. 5, five, five Freeway, okay. Uh, Carlsbad, Carlsbad, California. Okay, okay, sir, all right. Now, 
I'd almost be curious to see if if you could remember the date, if you could check on MUFON to see if there's any any stories on MUFON about anything weird or bizarre happening around that time. Uh, I could probably go in and, and at least get a, a broad idea of when it was. I, you know what, if, if you could, like, obviously you don't have to do it anytime soon, but, like, whenever you have a, a second, check it out and see if there's anything that corresponds with that date and time on MUFON. And it doesn't have to necessarily be in, in Carlsbad. It could be anywhere in Southern California. But I'm wondering if, if there was something going on that could explain it that, that happened around that same time. Uh, you never know, you know, alien spaceship might cause something to ripple in time. Or That's exactly, time. yeah. You know, you never know. That's exactly it. That's why I was trying to think, like, how could I possibly begin to try and debunk that? Well, the only way I could do it is to find out the date and the time that it happened and see, you know, kind of correlate it to something else. Sure. Wow, that's yeah. really bizarre. Yeah, that's, well, that, was, that was a weird, that was the only time I ever had any kind of glitch. But I've definitely had different, like, paranormal type experiences. That's going to be my next question. All right, so... Definitely. I want to hear. All right. So what was the other, what is, give me your best other paranormal thing that happened to you. Okay. I got one where I have a, my mom can correlate this and back me up on it because she experienced it also. Um, so I'm a little kid, let's say eight years old or so. And we live in a, we lived back then in a very basic house. Uh, my room opened up into the living room and then my parents' bedroom was, you know, off, you know, from another in another door, you know, say, to the left of my room. Sure. No hallway, you know, just every every room feeds into the living room. So, um, some particular day, my parents have a big argument, you know, to the point where, you know, everybody, just, you know, the kids, myself, my sister, we're sent to bed early. Just go to bed, we're all pissed off, things are not happy today, let's just be done with it. So, my mom decides not to go into her bedroom, and, you know, says, I don't want to be in the same room as your father right now. So, she sleeps... Uh, she stays the night in the living room and I you know I go to bed in my bedroom and so she's on the opposite side of the wall you know sleeping on the couch you know I can't see her she doesn't see me the doors are closed at some point during the night I wake up and you know there's a window kind of behind me and the light from the moon is you know on the wall that you know that separates me from the living room yeah on the wall at first I thought it was a shadow like something or somebody walking you know, blocking the light from the window. But, you know, as I'm paying attention and focusing as a little kid, it's, I see a woman in, in you know, in all white. Like, she's wearing, like, a white. There we go. White. Woman in white, and, yes. Yeah, the woman in white. And at first I thought it was, like, a projection on the wall, but when I'm actually, once I'm, you know, I wake up, she's actually, like, half of her is on the wall, half of her is on the other side, I would assume. But I only see my side of her. And she's walking from right to left towards my parents' bedroom. And, you know, and I see her just walk all the way across, you know, across the wall. And, you know, as many of us do when we're scared and little kids, covered myself up and went to sleep. Yep. Woke up. You know, you wake up the next morning. And so I woke up, and my first reaction was jump out of bed, go see my mom, go see my parents, because I'm, I'm scared. I woke up scared. Sure. Uh, you know, I jump up, open the door, walk out, and my mom's not in the living room. And it's super early, like... You know, it's barely sunrise. So I'm like, oh crap, she's not here. What's happened? What's going on? You know, and I go to my parents' room and I pound on the door. They let me in and they're both, you know, they're both in bed. And I'm like, whoa, that's, because they were really super pissed. I'm like, you guys are okay now? And my mom, I could tell she looked kind of stressed out. And uh, I'm like, what's going on? And, you know, 
even though I'm a little kid, they're all very open with each other. Sure. Uh, she thought, uh, last night I saw a ghost. Oh. And, and I'm like, what? She's all, last night when we're, you know, you know, at some point at night, you know, she's telling me, she woke up, looked up, and she saw a woman on the wall, like she could see the woman, like, walking towards her bedroom. So she saw the same apparition on the opposite side of the wall. Yeah, yeah, so it happened on both sides of the wall. Now, when you saw it, it was a full apparition. It didn't look like it was, like, fading into the wall, or was it part of the wall, or what? It was, like, part of the wall, like if you were walking... Like, you know, if there's a waterfall and you can kind of be in in and out of it? Yeah. Yeah, so I saw half of a woman, I guess you Oh, all right, so you were see- all right, so you guys were seeing the same thing. Like, she was going in and out of the wall. Your mom was seeing yeah. her when she was on her side of the wall, and you were seeing her when she was on your side of the wall. Exactly, and I didn't say anything. I didn't get up and run to my parents' room and say, I saw a ghost, I'm scared. Uh, you know, literally, the first my first words were like, oh, they're both here. Like, I thought you guys were, like, super pissed at each other. Wow. And she was like, she was like, no, last night I saw, like, a woman, and it scared me, and I ran, you know, I ran to your, you know, to be with her husband, obviously, with my father. Sure. For protection, and, the, 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 you know, the ghost disappeared, but, you know. Do you know? We both saw the same thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you definitely did, and literally the same thing at the same time through two different, through it's the same wall on different sides of the wall. Again, corroboration is always awesome. Now, do you know anything about the house? Is the house really old? Has it had remodeling or anything like that? Uh, okay, so this house was in an avocado grove in uh, the little town where I grew up. And it used to be just like a really big uh, garage, like a four-door, four-car garage. But it got remodeled into a house that literally, like, that I know of, nothing had ever happened there. No one had ever done anything. But it was in, in the middle of an avocado grove. Yeah. Which had, like, zero neighbors and, you know, it's like 10 acres. So if you're not used to it, it would feel creepy. Like, for me, it wasn't creepy. But, you know. but that that would make sense of why she's walking through a wall because it's probably a residual haunting, and in her time that wall wasn't there. So yeah, that wall was never really there. Yeah. Before, but we, you know, we put it up. See, I love it when I get that kind of corroboration. Yeah. No, that's exactly it. That's exactly why you both saw her coming through the walls like that because that wall wasn't there for her. This residual haunting. Now, did she seem to notice you at all, or was she just doing her own thing? Uh, no, the, I, the, what I remember, she didn't acknowledge me. Like, literally, I yep. was just sitting there, like, trying to hide, trying not to be noticed. I guarantee you know? that, again, it'd be really hard for you to remember what that exact date was, but I guarantee you that that probably happens on a fairly regular cycle because it's residual energy. And I would also hazard a guess that there's probably underground running water underneath that house. Uh, well, it's on top of a hill. There might be water because there was a you know, sprinkler system and all this stuff. Well, not just but... sprinkler. Or if it's on top of a hill, it could be uh, limestone or quartz. But uh, but yeah, my guess there is... There's definitely quartz in that area. Oh, well, there we go. There we go. So it's it's the quartz part of it. So, yeah, you, you're kind of, again, you're checking off that. It's the same with... It's the same with uh, Kevin and the and the Ouija board. You guys are just checking off that kind of like paranormal checklist. Like, yep, you got quartz. Yep, you got residual hauntings. Yeah, I mean, you have, you have the fact that the, the house has been remodeled since then, so you're seeing it through a wall that it doesn't know exists because it's a residual haunting. So this is awesome. You're kind of exactly checking off that, that checklist. And again, my guess is that she's probably seen on a fairly regular timetable around that time all the time it's just playing on a loop yeah so it's definitely one of the weirder experiences now who who wait who lives at this house 
uh, I don't know. We moved out a long time ago. Oh, okay. I was gonna say because um, I would I would hazard a guess they're still seeing how they're still seeing the ghost. Yeah, there could be. Uh, in my mind, I always figured you know because of the the argument and everything, maybe certain energy got brought up. Yeah. Sure, and that could do it too. Oh yeah, yeah. When you get like ener- uh, negative energy, you're you're sparking stuff in the house uh, that it could also be like a little impetus of it. Um, yeah, I mean you never can tell, but my my bet is it has a lot to do with the the quartz in the hill and the reconstruction of the house. That's why it was coming through the wall. That's really cool. Yeah, so definitely pretty pretty bizarre. But you know my life's been had a lot of bizarre things. So yeah, hey, no, that's awesome. All right, so. So, thank you. We're at an hour. I was going to ask you for another one, but I didn't realize what time we were at. Thank you so much for calling. This was really awesome. Um, I, I really appreciate the call. Uh, Mike, definitely call me again, because I'm assuming you have more stories for me. Oh, yeah. I'll definitely call you the next time. And, yes. You know, I got some cool ones. So, yeah, awesome, and I love the show. And thank you. And I've been you. listening for a long time. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. That was awesome. Thank you. All righty, everybody. So, I think I figured out one where the microphone is it's this little fucking dot right here on the keyboard which is dumb that's why on the space bar you guys can hear them when it's not on the space bar you can't so that's dumb uh i'll probably plug in the camera into this uh, laptop next time so it actually comes through to the by whatever omnidirectional microphone in the laptop and the camera i mean but um how awesome was mike's call two awesome stories Two awesome callers in a row. Before we get to another one, though, we are at an hour. And when we get to an hour, as you guys know, it's time for a Stitch P break. Hold on one second. I'll be right back with uh, more callers and more stories in just a moment. But it is time for a Stitch P break. We'll be right back. Whew. All right. We are back from the Stitch P break that quickly. But... Before I continue on with this uh, episode, more callers, all that kind of fun stuff, I need to refuel. I highly recommend, I highly recommend, if you guys have a second, it's time to refuel. Stitch break is almost done. Well, stitch break is done, but my refueling break is almost done. All right. Eek! Eek is here. Maria is here. Yeah, Stitch had a really quick pee. He had a really go. So that's awesome. We're done with that. Stitch break is done. Let me take a quick sip. That leads me back to call now. 818-732-9399. Once again, that number is 818-732-9399. If you guys have a paranormal story at all, like any kind of paranormal story, please call in. Stitch is going to get on my lap like he normally does for a show. (laughs) that's right tonight's stitch break is brought to you by captain morgan rum drink it out of a bigfoot cup and you'll be in paranormal heaven i like that one i actually like that one a lot josh good job uh lewis has joined us uh tom thank you sweet peewee uh shirt thank you i had it made for me um you can have your own made at uh, yescustom.com uh thank you todd i'm glad that you love the peewee shirt as well but We had a caller that tried to call in during the last caller, during Mike's call. So if that was you, please feel free to call at 818. It's right there. 818-732-9399. Like that. See how easy that was? Caller, you are on the air. Hello. Hello. Who's this? It's Shane again, Kurt. Hey, Shane. How you doing, man? Doing good. Got just a couple of short ones this week. 
Awesome. I'm thinking about. I love that. I love having repeat callers. How you doing, man? I, all right. So first of all, what do you what are you doing for the holidays, Shane? Uh, we are actually going to try going out to a little vending market uh, that's opening up tomorrow. Very cool. Very cool. Otherwise, staying home and grilling. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Well, yeah, definitely. Like, so, let's 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 hear the uh, let's hear the paranormal. So this one was an odd one as far as like where it falls in the spectrum of odd things. Um, was dating someone and we had just the, the weirdest experience, like seeing things that weren't there as far as like blood everywhere and just like the weirdest sort of visuals, like seeing stuff, freaked us out. We left the house because we were that freaked out about like just seeing like blood all over the tub and the bed and just everywhere. Wait, wait, wait. So there, but wait, where we, were you when the, when you saw this blood? Uh, it was, we were in uh, a house in uh, Santa Fe. Okay. Um, and just hanging out in, in sort of the master suite of the house. And we both kind of look at each other and go, yeah, we're feeling, yeah. And, and then I look across the room because we were kind of sitting across from each other. I'm like, uh, look behind you. Tell me what you see. Because I'm seeing like, Suddenly, there's like blood all over the carpet that wasn't there before. Um, just wet, and, and wet blood, like every, or did you not touch it? Because why would you touch blood? Right, exactly. It's like there was blood there, and then suddenly it's on the bed, and like just we're seeing it appearing everywhere. So, like, just wasn't there. Now it's there. Freaked out. Now, now, Shane, I'm just going to sure. ask you a question. You don't have to answer it if you want to. Did you? kill someone and this is your confession because i don't know how to handle that <laughs> no okay absolutely not. all right good i just had to ask i had to ask all right good continue on then uh, so we we split out of the house and didn't know what to do and um ended up going to somebody else's house and when we pulled up they opened up the front door and they're like what did you take so long to get here i knew something was wrong like it was like I said, it was a short story, but like we went back and saged the place, but that was it. Like just freaky visuals ran out and, and nothing ever happened there again. Wait, well, how long were you going to be staying at this house where you had to go back to the bloody murder house that you were renting? Um, ended up staying there. Um, what was it? About another week. I was, Holy I was just staying there crap. short term. Holy crap. All right. So I'm assuming, have you, have you checked to see if uh, there was like mass murders happening in this house sometime in the past? No, no, I didn't really check into the history of it at that point. I really wasn't like into like looking into this. It was just really kind of freaky. Now, wait, when you, when you so went we back into the out. house, was the blood still there or had it disappeared? Yeah, when we went, finally went back into the house the next day, it was all normal. Nothing was there. It was all just, we'd seen it. Like Now, <laughs> I mean, all right. So, obviously, you'd already, you know, invested the money, so you're going to stay there. Uh, I would, I mean, look, I would recommend checking to see if, if there was some kind of crazy murder that happened. If you remember the address of that house, I would Google it to see if there's some kind of crazy murder that it happened in that house because that can be my only guess 
is for you to ch you know check the address and if if you do remember the address and you don't want to check it out and you want me to investigate I'll gladly check out to see what kind of crazy murder house you rented I, I absolutely can figure out what the address was it's a fairly unique location as it were um, so wow yeah holy crap you are I, I mean I've said this before but man you are really mellow with the paranormal like I, I, if I walked into a house and it's covered with blood turn around walking back out and never going into that house again like if I just bought a house and I walk in one day and it's covered in blood I'm gonna be like nope fuck that I'm out and you know burn it to the ground like that I'm impressed that you're so mellow with this well there is so much that we don't know that we don't know sure how can we freak out about everything unknown a little bit I think so <laughs> sure no no I get I get that you don't I mean there's the things that we don't know yep 100 percent but there's also things that we know and the things that we know are if you walk into a house and it's covered in blood you leave the house and never come back well, the thing was, the blood literally appeared in front of us as we were sitting in the room. Weird. Like, so crazy. Now, wait. Oh, here's a good one. Here's a good one. Uh, I don't know if you ever watched Dexter, but, like, blood splatter tells you everything. Was it just, like, a pool of blood, or was it, like, splattered crazily? Like, can you tell if someone, like, you know, what what did the blood look like? There, 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 was, there was splatters across the walls and, and pools on the floor. Like, it was kind of a little of all of that. Yeah, no, man, you got an you had, you had a murder house. You had a freaking haunted murder house. Oh, uh, yeah. I, 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 look, again, man, I only know your first name. I won't ever I won't ever report you to the police uh or 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 testify against you. Don't worry. I I love you, so I'm not going to testify against you, but you had a freaking murder house. Uh, well, if, if I did, it definitely wasn't me doing the murdering and it happened in the past there. <laughs> I, I, I would I would very much like to see a, a, a follow-up on this one so so your homework for until the next episode or the next couple episodes whenever your homework is to google that house and tell me who was murdered and and I'm assuming it was like a bloody knife kind of murder kind of thing so I want to know who it was I, this is like a clue game I want to know who was murdered with what and and in what room so there you go <laughs> i will have to find uh, what i can on that i do i do know how to look up the address of it because like i said it's a fairly unique location as far as that goes even though i may not know the address at the moment i can definitely google the location and and get it Please do. And when you do Google it and it turns out that there's never been a house there and it's always been a vacant lot, I want to know that too because something weird is going to come from this and I want to know what the fuck's going to happen. I'm, I'm so excited. Uh, Shane, I forgot. I forgot, Shane. What's your wife's name? Tracy. Tracy, that's right. Tracy, uh, uh, you know what? I, I, I give you all the props because... You ever went? You 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 went back into a, a ghost murder house. So good on you. Uh, I dated a murderer once, so it's no big deal. I'm sorry. What now? <laughs> Unknowingly to me, until about a year or two ago, I dated a murderer. <laughs> All right, you dated a murderer. 
Now, had he murdered when you dated him? Uh, we that, no nobody knows at that point in time. Um, That's a yes. It, um, was, odd, it was weird. It how was many an odd situation? How many people did he murder? They they have found one right now. What is um, happening with this story? They have found one. <laughs> how many people did this guy murder? What is happening? <laughs> he was a he was a DJ in our town. And um, I, like, we used to hang out with him and go back to uh, go back to his house and hang out for after parties. And um, we used to do that fairly regularly. <laughs> and like the, it was funny because the last time I hung out with him, I we believe I had actually gotten slipped a um, you know like a, a date rape drug back then or whatever it was. Whoa, you got roofied by a murderer. Yes, yes, and and I, I had casually, I kind of, I kind of woke up and came to my senses, and I'm like, I need to get out of here. And he's like, No, 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 you got to stay, you got to stay. And I'm like, No, I need to go home. I don't feel well. And he kept trying to talk me into staying, and I'm like, No, I need to go home. I really don't feel well. And I went home, and it was really the last time I, I hung out with him because I kind of figured out what had happened. And it was uh, last year, the year before. We had found out um, he was actually arrested for murdering his neighbor, a, the, a single woman who he had also dated at that time. <laughs> and we're like, whoa, yeah, I think I skirted something about that time. You think? You think? Holy crap, you dated a murderer. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, it was a little bit weird. What? But yeah, we should give you homework. Do you, do you not answer your message? I, I sent you own message, and <laughs> you read it. Because I said I said we could we could talk about a lot of different things. You know, wow. I was curious about you know your thoughts on things. This is the first time that my show has ever gone into like a my favorite murderer kind of situation. I'm loving this. <laughs> All right, so did you have any inkling besides the fact that you got roofied by the dude? Did you have any inkling that he was a flipping murderer? No, none of us did. I actually have friends now that actually went to high school with them, and they had no clue whatsoever. None. He was a bit strange, but back in the 90s, think about it. Back early 90s, we were all a bit strange. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. You're right. Back in the 90s, everybody was a murderer. <laughs> Who, you know, who's to say? Yeah. What yeah. is happening? We were all strange. Holy we were all strange, crap. Yeah. All we were right. All strange. But, you know, where we live, people like, you know... My, my parents lived next door to a woman who fed her husband to pigs. So I'm sorry. You know, what is, is fuck? Just... Are you messing with me? What is happening with this no. call right now? No, 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 no. Do a Google search of Carlisle women fed husband to pigs, and you will find it. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Carlisle woman fed husband to a pig. Sure. Yep. And you will find it. And actually, they yeah, they lived next to her twice, and they found his scalp or something in the freezer because the pigs wouldn't eat it. Yeah, um, and they lived yeah. next to her for years. And then I'm assuming <laughs> she got arrested for feeding her husband to a pig. Yeah. Oh my God! Wait, did people eat the pigs, or were like the pigs like like butchered, or no? <laughs> I thought you probably. Holy crap, anything. people are eating murder bacon. Oh my god, what is happening with this call? <laughs> oh my god, I love you. Holy you shit. 
All right. Wow. Well, hey, this call took a, a, a hard left turn. I didn't expect. Um, I'm sorry. No, are you kidding? This is awesome. Look, if I don't get at least a couple of likes on this episode because of all the shit that, that's just happened with, with Shane and Tracy's freaking call, like, fuck y'all. Like, this is an amazing call. Holy crap. <laughs> All right. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm so happy, Tracy, that you decided to stop dating the roofie murderer and start dating Shane, <laughs> who seems much better for you. He has not killed you yet, although I think he did kill somebody yeah. in that house and he just hasn't told you. But I'm no, I don't care. He seems nice. Whatever. Stick with him. But holy shit, what he is happening? I don't know. Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, thanks, I guess. Um you guys got homework, so I, I expect to hear from you on the next live show. I, I'm I'm so excited to hear from you guys on the next live show because, again, I can't predict this call to save my fucking life. Oh, my God. <laughs> we need interesting lives. Yeah, sure. yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. I thought I led an interesting life because I was an extra on Friends. You guys have fucking crazy lives. I've done nothing. I've done fuck all compared to you. This is amazing. I love it. Well, well I, 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 I could add one more level to the murder level. Yeah, man. Go for it. Let's do this. Please don't kill Tracy uh, on the air. I can't handle that. No, no. Definitely nothing okay, like okay, that. Okay, okay, okay. All right, not good. Not my DNA. Um, I lived back in Kansas City and had a friend who ended up being D.B. Cooper. victim of... Uh, no, not D.B. Cooper. Ah, shit. All right, I was trying to guess. Uh, <laughs> um, I always forget the the specific name he he had. I want to say it was BTK, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. So I always get the guys mixed up. Um, but there was a killer in the Kansas City area. You're talking about the BTK uh, mind torture killer killer. Quick correction: after the show, he messaged me again to say, "Oh, I'm sorry, it wasn't the BTK killer. His name was John Edwin Robinson." So the serial killer he's talking about is going to turn out to be John Edwin Robinson. Also, stay sexy, don't fucking shoot Bigfoot. The, the guy who put him in barrels in yes! the lake. I knew his last victim. Of course, of course you did. And, and tried to get her to not go out to him because she was talking about this great guy that was going to, you know, take her in and, you know, she was going to be his apprentice and 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 the the folks we we were hanging out with were like that kind of sounds really iffy like you you could probably think twice about that and then it wasn't long after that that he was caught holy shit i have not drank enough or i've drank way too much for this call i don't know which one is true <laughs> holy shit man yeah like to 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 see on the news i'm like uh cuz her name is definitely a unique name. And, you know, when we met her and, and, and learned it, it was like, okay. And then seeing it in the news, it's like, you just kind of sit there flabbergasted. I you know, sadly, sadly, I can relate to you. I never thought I could because I thought you guys like went way out of my field. But I can actually relate to you guys because one of the guys, um, there was there was a cult that that really wanted to follow that this this comet this hale bop comet there was a cult in san diego that ended up killing oh, yeah. themselves 
and and one of the guys from that cult, I talked about it in an old episode, but one of the guys from that cult actually walked into the store that I happened to be working at back in the day called Natural Wonders, this really hippy-dippy store, but we sold telescopes. I thought I was going to make this really good telescope sale because he was really interested in the Hale-Bob Comet. And then I saw on the news, like, and he, tried, he invited me. He literally invited me to the house. He's like, oh, you should come down. You'll oh, really get crap. a kick out of it. And I was like, eh, I'm not driving down to San Diego because some guy with a stupid haircut told me to. Thanks anyway. And he's fucking killed himself because he was part of that cult. I can't think. Heaven's Gate cult. Oh. That's it. Heaven's Gate cult. I was this close. Not yeah. really because I wasn't going to go down there. But I met a dude from the Heaven's Gate cult. So I know what you mean by like you're watching the news and you're like, wait a second. Hold on. That's freaking yeah. crazy. It huh. really is when, when you realize that you're, you know, one degree away from that kind of what the hell. Oh, yeah. And and for Tracy, she's she's married to one. So that's crazy, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I love you. I, I love you both. Please don't kill me. Please, please, you know, go, go do your homework. Come back with more weird, crazy bullshit that I fucking love. Not bullshit, because I believe you. Like, crazy shit that I cannot get over. Please call again, because you guys are fucking amazing. And like I said, if this doesn't get me some likes and subscribes, I'm going to be pissed, because I can't do any better than this call. Thank you so much for calling. Quite welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. I, I love you both because if I didn't, you'd kill me. Uh, thank you so much. Please call again anytime. This is amazing. All right. Have a great night. Thanks, you too. Bye now. What the fuck was that? Seriously, what the fuck was that, man? Come on. I can't. Look, I would love to say I can top that. I can't top that. I can't. I can't do better than that. Um, that's fucking crazy that shit was crazy hold on i gotta get rid of this tracy dated a murder banner um yeah so oh hold on a second yeah so anyhow um i got i got murders i got serial killers i got cults i got a call holy shit jesus christ loving this episode so much Caller, you are on the air, and i it's going to be a tough one, but I, I can't wait to hear from you. Hello, it's Maria. Maria! Hey, how, how you doing, doing, Maria? How are you? I am doing good. Well, I have a couple of stories of, what, of things that happened, but I want to tell you one that, after listening to that call, of what happened to me as a child oh, and what no. I experienced. Oh, no. All right, yeah, please. Wait, hold on Hold on one second. Stitch, it's cool, buddy. We're, we're doing a show. It's cool, man. All right, go ahead. Okay, so I must have been about 10 years old, and I was in New York City, and a bunch of my friends were getting together, and we were going to go to head to the movies. And um, Roger, this kid that we all grew up with, had said, okay, I'm going in, I'll be back in a minute. He ran up to the building. He comes down, he's dressed in different clothes, and we're like, okay, we took long enough, and we're going to start walking. And all of a sudden, you hear this guy scream, grab that kid, grab that kid. I'm all kind of looking around like, what the heck? He takes off running. Go to find out that he didn't have money for the movies. And the lady next door to him that was in a wheelchair, he stabbed 26 times. Holy shit. With uh, one of the the big forks. 
and took the money, changed his clothes, and then got together with us. So wait, so you knew never know. you were hanging out with you were hanging out with this murderer, basically. Ten year old. Wait, wait, wait. Ten year old murderer? Yes, he was ten years old, eleven years old. We grew up with him. Holy shit. Yeah. What it made me at that time realize watch who I'm hanging out with. Oh, yeah, 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 you think so? Don't hang out with ten year old murderers. What the hell, man? <laughs> What is happening? Yeah. Why does everybody know murderers all of a sudden? Oh, I, I didn't want to know them, I'll tell you that. Um, it was sad. Now, I mean, would, he was like 80-something years old. Would you have ever have guessed disgusting. that this 10-year-old kid was going to be a murderer? No. I mean, I literally, we grew up hanging out. This is a person I knew. And, I mean, yeah, I assume he had it tough, but why would you do something like that? All right, well, wait. What movie were you guys going to go see? I don't even know. I couldn't tell you. It wasn't... I, after that, I just went home and cried. Wait, what year was it? Uh, I must have been... Well, I'm not telling you my age. No, 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 no. <laughs> what year did the movie happen? Because I'm trying to guess what movie was probably out. I, I, and... we, didn't go to the, we didn't go to the movies. We all went home. It was kind of shocking. Oh, yeah, sure. I but mean... I'm guessing it was Star Wars. If it was Star Wars, that's worth murdering over, because Star Wars was great. <laughs> Hey, I'm a Star Wars fan. Me too. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm saying it. Oh, yeah. No, hey. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Yeah, hey, low, no, hey. Okay, so. I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I had two things I wanted to tell you about. Sure, yeah, please. Um, But I had two questions for you, too. Okay. I'm, I like this. Um, What what song did you do to do this and why? Oh, Jeff, Jeff asked this question in the chat room, and I was going to bring that up at the end of the episode, so I'll do it now. Um, I've always been interested in the paranormal. Always. When I was a kid, back in the day, they used to do these things where you could like, if you did good in school, you got points. And if you got the points, you could, you could, you could save them up for like to buy like a cheesy little paperback book. And they're always stupid. Every freaking time I would be about UFOs or Bigfoot, probably Bigfoot more or Loch Ness. But like, I've always been interested in the paranormal. Cut to, I don't know, five, six years ago. My friend at the time, Ginny, was like, I love the paranormal. You love the paranormal. We have these amazing discussions. Let's get just fucking hammered drunk and talk about the paranormal. We'll do a podcast called Drunken Metaphysical. And I was like, yeah, that sounds awesome. I get to get drunk with one of the most gorgeous girls I've ever met. And I get to talk about paranormal. This sounds awesome. So we did this really fun show called Drunken Metaphysical. And then, and then it just kind of ended. She, she moved away. It just kind of ended. And I was like, wow, well, I really like the paranormal. I don't like getting drunk constantly, even though I, I, I'm drinking now. But I don't like getting trashed every time. I want it to be more like In Search Of. I don't know. Do you remember the show In Search Of? No. no. All right. So In Search Of was in the 70s. It was with Leonard Nimoy. He would host it. The best show. He would, every week would be a different episode, like Oak Island, Bigfoot, Loch Ness Monster, Cryptids, you know, like that kind of stuff. And so I wanted to do a show kind of like that, but my main thing for doing the show was I wanted to be able to debunk stuff. I really like to be able to say, this is all true. This is bullshit, but this is all true. And that's why I started the show. So that's, I guess, the short, longest short answer to that question. I like it, and I really enjoy your show. Thank you. Okay, so I got two little stories for you. Um, we, I'm outside watering my plants. It's the middle of the night, and 
I'm looking up and I'm like looking at the sky. I'm like, oh, cool. And all of a sudden, it was beautiful, clear, gorgeous. All of a sudden, I see, I thought it was two shooting stars together. And I'm like, what the heck? And next thing, I see another two. I'm like, okay, that's weird because they're not moving fast, but those are not, that's not a plane. I know what this is. All of a sudden, okay, sure, let me finish this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell you how it happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I'm, st- I'm like, no way, and I'm watching another one. So now I'm, my heart's beating. I'm like, am I, <laughs> like, I'm not on anything. What the heck? <laughs> wait, another wait, one wait, wait, wait. I go wait. running in the house. Wait, I'm wait, like, hold on. Go? Hold on, pause real quick. You're not on okay. anything. I love that <laughs> statement. I, I love that statement. Okay, continue. I love that. So I come and run in the house, and I'm like, Michael, everybody come out here. you got to see this. So one of the kids comes out, and I'm like, look, call your father. So um, he goes running in because she's like, holy crap. So Michael comes out. My brother-in-law comes out. We call our mother-in-law, my mama, Michael's mom, and we're just in awe, like lines. And I'm over here counting them and counting them. And I'm like, well, I don't hear the phones going, bah, bah, emergency, we're under attack. And I'm like, what the heck is this? After it's all gone, we're all in awe, all of us, because none of us know what the heck's going on. Everyone in my family hits to the computer besides me. Yep. And I was a little disappointed. How did you like the Starlink satellites? Oh, 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 thank you, Tesla. (laughs) Yep. I get daily. in awe. Oh, yeah, they're cool to look at. And I mean, seriously, daily, I get someone calling daily saying, oh, my God, I saw UFOs. Look at this video. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. It's the Starlink satellites, <laughs> you know, daily. Yeah. Yep. I was disappointed. Sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I kind of was. I was like, wow, I'm, in, I'm alive at this time that this is actually going to happen. Yep. Oh, no, it's just sadly. Nah, no, sadly. Okay. It's not, it's not, I mean, okay. everybody wants disclosure from them, and it's not. I'm sorry. But, yeah, no, <laughs> seriously, daily I get a call from someone freaking out or a message from someone freaking out, and I have to explain to them. It's neat, but you yeah. only saw the Starlink. Yeah. Because we always try to debunk things in this house. That's awesome. That's you good. Know? That's what you should do. Yeah. I love that. Okay, so now I'm going to tell you another experience. Um, we were, ha- we were sleep- staying at my mom's place, Michael and I. We were living there for a couple of months. And we were sleeping in the living room. And as we're sleeping in the living room, I hear, wake up. And I'm kind of like, huh? I sound like my brother-in-law, Sam. And I hear, wake up. And I wake up, and I'm like looking around. And then as I'm opening, you know, kind of going back to sleep, I hear the cat, get up. So I look at, I wake my husband up going, Mike, your cat. And he, he couldn't find his cat for like maybe three or four days. Her name was Precious. Aww. And he goes outside, because, you know, we live in the boonies, and he's looking around comes in, he goes, uh, there's nothing out there. I'm like, okay, sorry. I go back to sleep, he goes back to sleep. Um, I hear, Maria, get up, the cat's in danger. So now I jump up, and I'm like, Mike, go outside, the cat's in danger, just figure out what the heck it is. Yeah. So he gets up, and he goes, look, he goes out, and he finds that the cat is, like, in one of the trees, and the dogs are, surra- uh, dogs are surrounding Eesh. it. He picks up the cat, brings it in the house. Oh, okay, good. All right, like, all right, all right, good. Okay, 
yeah, yeah. Um, and went back to sleep. Wow. So. All right. So, look, first of all, I love whatever ghost or paranormal thing is telling you to protect that cat because I love that. I don't want the cat to get hurt. That's awesome. Do you know? And it's you said it sounded like him, though? Okay. Okay. So, in my mother-in-law's house, sorry, Mom, um, there are two, well, there's a couple, but there are two very strong entities. Well, there's um, actually a couple. There's Dave, which I'll tell you the story about Dave sometime later. And then my brother is a twin, and the twin passed away. And then my um, mother's brother passed away just before I, I got together with my husband. So it could have been I, I, either one of them. Sure. Oh, yeah. And because so, it's familial, um, it's really hard to say whose voice you actually heard. Sure. Right. And it sounded like Sam. I'm like, why the heck is Sam call telling me the, the cat? Okay. Who now was any of them, were, were any of them, that's terrible English, Kurt, not was any of them, were any of them animal lovers? Oh, my whole family is. My entire family. There is okay. not one person that does not take care of an animal and love an animal. Your mother-in-law right now is saying the ghost is David... H. I'll just yeah. say that. Who who yeah. do you think that is? Okay. Okay. So last time I talked about him, he caused problems. So I'm just good, mom. I'm sorry, but I'm going to tell him, you know the situation. So um, mom kept saying there was something now, and well, everybody. Was, she said it many times. Um, when I was in the house by myself, I was doing the dishes, and I'm like, I felt a little chill. I'm like. Okay, Dave, stop. Um, he didn't like that I, I said him by his name. He was, to me, he felt like he was ashamed of something that he did in his life, and he just wanted to forget everything. That's how I felt about him. As I was washing the dishes, one of the blades um, that, was, I was, uh, that was on the counter um, came off of the rotor, rotor and fell on my hand. Holy and I moved crap. Back. Yeah, and it just fell on the ground. I believe that my mom's job at the same time, all the uh, lights, all the um, things were acting up in her um, her job. I think it was the lights and stuff. You might, if mom's here online, please let them know what it was, please. <laughs> she um, is. She's on. Yeah. So there were things that I felt from him, and he did not like me talking about him, acknowledging him. So we just stopped. And when you stopped, did it stop? Um, I kept feeling like I was being watched a little stronger than normal, but yeah. So wait, then it didn't he did stop. three things, but I can't remember. Yeah, he, it was three things, but I can't remember exactly what the other one was. Interesting. And this so, is something yeah. that happened on a fairly regular basis? For me or for, for um, you. in the house? For you, or actually either or, yeah. Yeah, for me, yes. Um, I, I have things, I, they attract me. Yeah, well, that's um, obvious. Definitely obvious. You, you know, you put yourself out there. Um, I, actually, I don't have a filter. I don't, I'm good at blocking. Remember I told you Yeah, that yeah, yeah. That's why you had your husband. Yeah. Now, wait. Yeah. You're, so Susan's saying, I think it was the lights. What does that mean? Uh, uh, the, the lights at the job, I think, or the, the lights in the house. I don't remember the light. I think it was at her job. The oh, okay. The lights went off. And, like, everything stopped at the, in this at the same time, I think I was talking to her on the phone when this was going on, too. Oh, wow. Because I think it was on break. That's why we knew it was at the same time. Or um, 
And it was just something else. It was three things all right on top of one another that you knew something was up. Um, no, I didn't see anybody. I just felt. So. And, and then when you stopped interacting with it, did it stop interacting with you? Yes. Yes. Oh, Susan's saying he lived there until the house was moved away. Uh-huh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, he was there for all, he was there for as long as, uh, until, yeah, until the house moved away. She's right. Wow. Ever since I got the new So he was really connected, he was connected to the to the house then. I don't know, because they've had that house for a long time. Well, it's really um, interesting. So it, it seems to be something that was definitely connected to I'm assuming to a house that that he that they, they loved. I'll say they that they loved. Yeah. Huh. I, I felt I always felt that he liked being around my mom. Interesting. And, so. and so, do you do you, wait? Do you think he was malevolent then, or do you <clears throat> think he was just looking for for someone to to notice him or to talk to him or connect with? Oh, him? he didn't want people to notice him. Oh, okay, so it was the opposite. He wanted to be with the house, right. but he didn't want to be with the people. He wanted to be there, but he didn't want anybody to know he was about. Interesting. That's a different that's take on. That's a different take on a haunting. But I mean, it still happens. I've read about them. But um, interesting. And Susan's saying he saved a few animals. I heard his voice. So you guys, yes. so oh, that's really interesting. You know who it was? Definitely an animal lover. Connected to the house. Wow, that's really interesting. You you kind of get that like that that chain of corroboration between you and Susan and everything you know about him. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I love it. So I love it. It, it was, it was an interesting, I, you know, I mean, we've had little things here and there, um, but you know, um, I, okay. So, um, I don't want to tell you all. I want to call next. No, next no, no. Save, save for the next one. I want to, <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. Save for the next one. This was an awesome, uh, this was an awesome, like, you know, checkpoint. This is great. Thank you so much for calling again. Maria, you oh, know, thank you. you know, I love hanging out with you. This is awesome. This has been great. Oh, yeah. So until next show. Definitely. Definitely. I expect to hear from you on the next show. This is fantastic. Thank you so much. Okay, sweetheart. Oh, I love Bye-bye. it. Thanks. Bye now. Uh, Maria's the best. The best. Um, and Susan's saying that, yeah, he told me his name in a dream. He saved a few animals. I heard his voice. So there's definitely corroboration with the family about, I mean, look, anytime that you can kind of figure out what's haunting your house or what's haunting a house and the reasons behind it, look, he might not have liked people. He might have liked have only liked the house, but he definitely had a, a, an affinity or an is that the right word? He definitely loved animals. So that kind of connection is awesome. Look, I have no problem with the ghost just out there saving animals at all. In fact, I think that's the most uh, commendable thing a ghost can do. So, you know, forget the humans, save the animals. Humans are fucking up this planet. So I love this. All about the animals. Another great caller from Maria. Where are we at? We're at about an hour and 40 minutes. Hour and 50 minutes on there. All right, so... Here's the deal. I got another call during that call. So if you want to call in, it's 818-732-9399. It's been a freaking... There we go. Oh, I know who this caller is. Caller, you are on the air. Hey, hey Claire. It's hey, Sean. Hey, Sean. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Are you kidding? Have you been listening to this show? Yes. How fucking batshit crazy. We always are. Well, that's true, but how batshit crazy is is, is <laughs> this show? Holy crap. 
Yeah, no, this one is really taking off tonight. It makes me feel kind of bad for the little story that we had. Are you? No, hey, are you kidding? Any story is a phenomenal story because <laughs> I'm simulcasting. Just in case everybody doesn't know, let me let me let me plug this bullshit that I paid for. Well, that you guys paid for, that the patrons <laughs> paid for. Um, I I took all the patron money from this month to pay for this fucking thing. There's a thing simulcasting. I'm simulcasting to. Uh, Twitch. I'm simulcasting to Facebook. Next time, I will simulcast to Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube. And it's all going to be right here. There's all kinds of uh, fancy shit on the screen. Todd, thank you so much. You have a good night. Uh, I hope you guys are digging this new feature. Uh, if you're not, sorry, because I already spent the money. But, all right, now back to you, Sean. How are you doing? Great. I think it looks great. <laughs> oh, thank you. I kind of dig it, right? Yeah, no, I think it's excellent. So the only um, the only little story that we have recently I wanted to share because we actually do have two points of views that I can give you. Uh, David saw it physically, like he visibly saw it, and I felt it when it happened. And we looked at each other at the same time and asked the same question and realized, yes, it did happen. All right. I'm intrigued. I like this already. <laughs> um, so... <clears throat> I think it was on either, I think it was Tuesday. Uh, I had posted it in the group. Um, we went down and found a metaphysical shop um, yep. here in New Jersey, and we went to go visit, to go shopping and whatnot, and check it out. And they have two cats that are on property, um, and they're, you know, roaming around in the store. And I remember we were squatting down on the floor trying to see stuff on the bottom shelf. David is in front of me, so his left side is near the bookshelf. His right side is to the cats, and vice versa for me. So my right is against the shelves, my left is is over towards the cats. There's only two cats in the shop. There were maybe two other shoppers on the opposite end of the store, nowhere near us. And I wasn't so close that I would have touched anything from where I was kind of crouched. Um, I felt something like tap my hip so on my right hip i felt like a little bump like almost if a cat were to swat at you yeah. or uh, brush up against your leg and i looked and didn't see a cat so i looked the opposite way and i saw the two cats were quietly one is laying down sleeping and the other one is just sitting there they hadn't moved and david looked at me and said did you see that or did you feel that and I had no idea what he was talking about, except I did feel something, so I asked him. Sure. And according to him, he saw a black shadow that looked like a cat. Now, the two cats in the shop, one is a calico. She's more so white and orange, and then the other one is white and gray. There is no black cat in the store. There's no completely dark cat in the store or anything like that. And he, phys he saw it bump up against me and then disappear behind me. And I felt it the same time he saw it. Really? So you had a phantom mm -hmm. cat or ghost cat. That's awesome. Yeah, and I thought it was really cool just because the, the shop is a metaphysical shop. So it, they do tend to do things like that there. They even had an apothecary, tarot cards, uh, voodoo dolls, chicken bones, gator skin, snake skin, things like that. They had everything. So it was clearly a, a space where there would be that kind of energy around. And I just found yeah. it interesting that 
we even had an experience. I wasn't expecting that. I just wanted to go there and buy some cool stuff. Now, did you talk to the shop <laughs> owner then, to see if this is like a regular occurrence? Um, we didn't talk to her about it. We kind of were still looking around and trying to get a feel for the place. But one of the other things that we noticed that happened, and this this part could be completely coincidental, um, but David swears he, he got a feeling from it. I kind of thought that these people were just kind of crazy. So two customers had walked in, and one had a hospital bracelet still on his wrist, and the woman... I'm not going to lie, she looked a little cracked out. And they were talking about, apparently, she she feels like there's an entity that's following her and causing all these, these horrible things in her life. And the guy is a little wigged out about it, too. But he's more skeptical. And they were asking her if they knew how to do banishings or if they had anyone that could come out to their house and, and go over things with them and try to get rid of whatever it is. Holy crap. And the second... Now, here's the weird thing. So the second they walked in the door, because they were not there with us at first, we were there for over an hour, David said he felt like almost the, the aura or the atmosphere of the store, it felt a lot more sluggish. There was a little bit more pressure. And the two cats, who were very calm, very collected the entire time, suddenly the entire time these two people were in the store, they started fighting each other. The cats were beating each other up and going nuts and hissing and very aggressive and when these people finally left the cats went back to normal like yeah. nothing ever happened yeah they just went back to hanging out and chilling like nothing and we all i mean i thought that was interesting but at the same time like i didn't really know if i felt like these people would be you know very viable i feel like it could have been coincidental but according to david he said that it was definitely there was a change when they came in and there was a change when they left. Oh, sure. It was yeah. worse when they came in and it went away when they exited the store. So, um, that being said, that could have been viable and it's, you know, I don't want to be the one to judge, but it didn't seem that way to me. Though he saw it as it could have been exactly what they were saying. And the reaction of the animals in the store did kind of reflect that there's a, there's a possibility that what they were saying was true. Well, I mean, you know, you know, I, I don't know, I'm not telling you, but I'll tell the listeners, you know that, yeah. that, that animals can sense things and can see things, so they react to things on a fairly regular basis, so that doesn't surprise me at all that batshit crazy the makes owner, animals go batshit crazy. And the owner of the shop said that they don't normally act like that because we actually did talk to her shortly after and decided to engage her in conversation and... She said they, they're normally very calm. They don't do anything. They don't wreck the store. They don't fight each other. The most they try to do is sneak out the store to go lay outside in the sun. So that was abnormal for them. And she even said, you know, this is not something that happens. And we get a lot of different kind of people that come in um, that do bring things in with them. Um, she had claimed that apparently someone else had come in the store once and it, something followed her home. So, I mean, we're going to be visiting that shop more often. I think we actually uh, said something like that with uh, Jeff in Paranormal Almanac. Yeah. And, you know, we'll see what happens from there. But for our first experience, I have to say, that's that's pretty pretty interesting. Yeah, some shit's happening in that place for sure. And it seems to be interactive. Now, Susan asked, mm -hmm. do you, did you ask if they ever had a black cat before? Maybe it's the ghost of a cat that they had there before. No, um, they said that apparently... The, that that shop is fairly new, 
uh, like they had moved locations and got a uh, larger uh, a larger shop. And the cats they've only had for a couple of years. They adopted them from a place in uh, New York, and the cats refused to leave the shop. They tried taking them home and having them in the home setting. Oh, really? They do not like being out. Of, they don't like being out of that shop. The shop is where they live, so they're not just like random, you know, pets they bring in. They stay there. Sure. And oh, they, sure. They will not leave. I love and, this. You know, this is cool. I thought that it was. I thought it was really interesting. And yeah. on top of that, um, if anyone else is familiar with the uh, names, I'm going to give you the cats' names are Hecate and Morrigan. So they are named after pagan deities. I was going to say, so damn! I, I wish was Todd cool. was still in here. Todd would have been like, "Yep, I know him. <laughs> I yep. love it." Well, like, hey, I I always dig. You know that I love when animals are animals and the paranormal connected are something. Some of my favorite things because. I trust animals over over humans any day of the week, but when you got a ghost oh, animal yeah. on top of it, like what the fuck? That's awesome. Oh yeah, no, I thought it was really cool. And um, just for a generalized location, this place is only about twenty minutes away from the Pine Barrens. So I don't know. There was some creepy woods out there, and I did, yeah. we did a little research after some things had been said in the group, and apparently that general area of New Jersey is kind of a hot spot for some happening. So, I mean, Oh, sure. It's, it's feasible. It's possible. So we'll see. No, I love that. Now, before I let you go though, I want mm-hmm. to either, I want you to plug it or I'm going to freaking plug it. I want to plug your tarot readings that are freaking awesome. <laughs> so go for it. Yeah, absolutely. Go for it. Um, so, okay. So, um, my name is Sean. I do tarot reading. Um, I've been doing it since I was about 13 years old. I've used the exact same deck for everything. Um, I have a Facebook page. It's called Von, V-O-N, Tarot, T-A-R-O-T. And if you're part of Paranormal Almanac, all you have to do is send me a message and use the hashtag paramaniacs and your reading will only be at most twenty dollars is the cap specifically for this show see um, I, I love I don't... that <laughs> yeah well, I, well you guys convinced me to do it so um yeah if anyone is interested in having a reading done i can explain everything to you readings will vary from five dollars to twenty dollars i'm not gonna turn around and say, oh, yeah, it's going to be $40 an hour. We don't do that here. Uh, it's a standard flat rate. Don't worry and about it. And it's Von, V-O-N, Tarot, T-A-R-O-T on Facebook, right? Yes. All right. It's on the screen. So if you guys are watching this right now, at the bottom of the screen, it says Von Tarot on Facebook. Check out Sean. She's given me a reading. She's given other people readings. I don't make a dime off of promoting this. I want to promote this because I genuinely enjoyed it. It was genuinely accurate. And I want to always give anybody shout outs that somebody can. When someone gives me something paranormal ish that's accurate, I want to give them shout outs. That's the only reason I wanted to bring this up. Well, thank you, Kurt. And remember, you're still kind of due for another reading whenever you're ready. So. I am. It's going to be a little while. There's too much shit happening in my life. Hey, it's not a problem. But, but you know, like the bad well, shit. Well, maybe but... that's why you got to get it done. Ugh, oh, no, I <laughs> can't do it. Uh, but, yeah, soon, very soon. I will, I will take you up on that 100%. It's Von Taro on Facebook. Please check it out. Sean, David, thank you so much for calling. Again, I love these kinds of stories. Thank you so much.
Thank you, Kurt. Have a good night. Thanks, you too. Bye now. Happy 4th to both of you guys. Happy 4th to everybody that's uh, that's watching this. Whether you're in America or not, happy 4th. It, it still means happy 4th. You know, you don't have to say, like, well, we don't celebrate the 4th. I'm not saying to celebrate it. I'm just saying happy 4th. Uh, Fran is saying, yes, Sean is amazing. Vontero on Facebook. I honestly recommend her. I don't recommend people for no reason. So, you know, there you go. Okay. We're now getting close to the two-hour mark on here. I'm already at the two-hour mark on um, the actual recording, but I'll edit it down to about what we're at right here. Unless I get a caller in the next, like, three minutes or so, I'm going to say this has been the best, craziest, fucking nutso episode ever. But if you want to call in, you don't have to try and top any of the callers you've heard right here. It is literally, if you've if you got a paranormal story, please call in 818 732 9399. Once again, that number is 818-732-9399. The lines are open. If you've got a paranormal story at all, please give us a call. Thank you so much for the Twitch listeners or Twitch watchers, Twitch viewers. I don't know what the fuck you call them. It's my first day on Twitch. Thank you to everybody that's watching me on Twitch. Thank you to everybody that's watching me on Facebook. Thank you to everybody that's just listening to this podcast. I know I know these live episodes aren't everyone's cup of tea. It's totally fine. Um, it's totally fine. It, this is these are just bonus episodes. I just did an hour and a half, probably longer than an hour and a half, uh, supersized UFO episode just this week, with a lot of crazy shit in there. Hope you guys liked it. I loved that episode. It's a little wordy at some points, but you have to. All the information I had to give, you had to be wordy. But, so you have a supersized uh, episode. You'll have a almost couple-hour episode, live episode, just this week. I'm trying to give you guys the content that if I was watching or if I was listening, that I would want. Because I burn through podcasts like crazy. I know a lot of listeners for this podcast, Paranormal Almanac, burn through podcasts like crazy. So if I can do these bonus episodes, you know, kind of, give you guys some more stuff, some more free stuff. And again, if you don't like these, they're free. What the fuck? It's free. Skip it. Or listen to this one, because this one's got a lot of murder in it, and people love murder, so there you go. Uh, Thank you, Susan. You're the best. I really do enjoy... uh, Every time I have a caller, Susan has a question, and I think it's fantastic. Uh, Happy 4th to you, Maria. Fran... Don't worry, I'm not necessarily ending this episode. I'm just kind of bantering in case anybody wants to call 818-732-9399. If not, I'll do another one of these episodes. Kevin, you've been awesome. Thank you, sir, so much. Um, thank you guys for, for listening and watching. If it wasn't for the patrons, this new simulcast thing that you're all watching on with the better high-tech stuff and all the fun stuff down below and all the good stuff would not happen. Because of the patrons, I can afford the shit ton of money that it costs to make something stupid like this. And I will get the I'll get the little plug-in so I can do the second monitor so you can you we can do even more stuff. The the stuff that this thing technically has is incredible. I can't wait to show you how high tech this show can be. The live shows can be. They're fun to get involved with. The chat rooms are always fun. Josh, thank you. This this episode is dedicated to Josh because of Josh. 
because the nice things that Josh said, I said, fuck it. I'll do an episode just for, for Josh. Um, uh, Sean is always awesome. David's always awesome. All right. I think this is it. I think I'm going to wrap it up. This seems like a good wrap up that I'm doing anyway. So happy fourth to all you Americans. Uh, happy weekend to everybody who's not an American. Um, you know, people love murder. They do. They do, Lauren. People love murder. So I want to thank callers Kevin, Mike, Shane, and Tracy with their batshit crazy call that was awesome. Maria, Sean, and Dave, thank you all so much. I hope you guys enjoyed this. I hope you enjoyed all this new high-tech fun stuff that I have. Again, if it wasn't for the patrons, this kind of cool updated stuff that I can do for Paranormal Almanac, boom, Paranormal Almanac would not happen if it wasn't for the patrons. You guys are making this show that much better, and I can't thank you enough. Now, I need you guys. If you guys don't like to call in, if you don't like the sound of your own voice, I need you all to email me at paranormalalmanac at gmail.com. If you have a paranormal story that you want me to read, or Sean Bishop, who's even cooler than me, to read... Email it at paranormalalmanac at gmail.com or go over to the Facebook, the Paranormal Almanac Facebook, message me there. So if you can message me there, I will read your guys' stories. Trust me when I say I cannot wait for the next listener paranormal story. They're always awesome. I always love them. Happy 4th, y'all. Thank you all for watching. Thank you all for listening. I wouldn't do this show if it wasn't so much fun and I get something out of it just like you guys get out of it. Thank you all. Have a good night. See you next time. Once again, I'm your host, Kurt Sandig, and this is another live edition of Paranormal Almanac. Correct. You are. So, if you wish me a fortune, is Cassius.